to the show. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> what up, what up, what up? <laughs> That's how we starting it off this motherfucking Sunday. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. This is the Close Your Ears podcast. It's your boy, Ice Pick. I got with me Miss Mia on the line. She calling in from motherfucking DMV. She back again. Say what up to him. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Y'all know what it is. Of course, y'all know we got the Aboriginal with us. Yo, yo, you already. What up? Back again this week. We got Coach Stay Woke, a.k.a. Coach Black. What's good, peoples? And we gonna get it cracking this Sunday. Also, we, we on nigga time this Sunday, man. It's... We on death row time, nigga. We ain't on nigga time. We on death row time, cuz. nigga time. Cuz you ain't even get here till two. We on death row time. Uh-huh. Death row time, you're supposed to be here one to one o'clock. I was on time. I was on time today, fam. I showed up late last week. This is the we new death time, row. Yeah. We ain't going for shit. Death row <laughs> Yeah, this was the new shit. I was eager to get here, fam. I was sitting at the cut, looking at the clock and shit. I'm like, damn, I should get there a little bit early. Yeah, you know see, I have at least one professional nigga here. <laughs> but yo, 
what we gonna start off with? First off, before we even get into the topics and everything, like I said, we got Coach Black again this week. I didn't give Coach Black the proper introduction. Coach Black has been coaching our our youth football programs for how many years now, Cos? Seventeen. Seventeen years. And um Coach Black is also what you will call your hood dog expert, you know what I mean? He didn't start it. The LLC, right, with the breeding drone. Double down kennels. Breeding old, uh, old English bulldogs. Just got a pup, me and my homie, a couple uh, months ago. So we're going to be breeding dogs and shit like that. More businesses, more money. Podcast coming soon. More avenues, more paper. That's all I want. 40-year-old man, you got to get something. Can't just go to work every day for the white man. Without a dog. No doubt, no dog. doubt. But, um... So what got you? What got you into coaching football? Um, always loved the game, man. Uh, I grew up playing in the city. Uh, first program I ever played for was uh, the Harrisburg Packers, uh, founded by the great, late great Charles Chisholm. Shout out to Coach Chiz, guys. No doubt, no doubt. I think uh, he done touched every young man at least our age and our generations over the past couple of years. So uh, one day uh, I ran into uh, I was with uh, one of our homies, Coach Boom. Uh, Stand on the block, and he was like, uh, hey, cuz, my dad got the ponies again, the JV team, and he needs some help. You know what I mean? He, he asked me to come down and come help. You want to get down? I was like, oh, I don't got no time for coaching. You feel me? Like, it was like, man, cuz I was running up and down 60 to 1,000 miles a minute. You know what I mean? So um, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to come down and come check it out. You know what I mean? I come down there. Pretty much gave us our own team. You know what I mean? It was like, look, these is your kids. We had the green machine. If you ever played for the Packers, everybody know what the green machine was. So, uh, beat team. That was like the beat team. The, the beat ponies. team on the, the ponies. The, the, uh, the ones that don't make varsity and shit, so you yeah, got to work with them. You already know. Yeah, man, you got to put like, that work in with that bad team. Bad news bears. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> so, like, we had a little group of kids, and uh, shout out to Coach Rusty. You know what I mean? He was the head coach, but me and Cuz was handling it day-to-day. So, uh, I guess something happened. Coach Rusty couldn't do it no more, and he... He gave it to me and Cuz. So it was like... Shout out to Coach Russ, too. No doubt. <laughs> Coach Russ is a legend out here. Shout out, shout out to Coach Russ, Absolutely too, a legend. So, like, when, once he uh, he couldn't do it no more, no more, he passed it down to me and Cuz. So, like, you know, at first I was like, you know, I was doing too much at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm down there at practice. Somebody hit my phone. I'm like, hey, pull up the sunshine. I was busting moves. Like, I wasn't really in it the way I should have been. But then, like, but, we got, but, we got, but you gotta, we, we also gotta remember too. How old are you around this time? Time. Twenty-four. Still young. Yeah, so. 24, 23, 24. So like, I, I had a whole bunch of other shit going on. But then, uh, we had our first game. You know what I mean? And we played like a, a played Cumberland Valley, like a, a B team. Anybody that played for the, you know, we always used to lose. We get to the Super Bowl, lose to Cumberland Valley or some shit like that. And kids went out there. They played pretty good, but we lost. And I was sick, like I just got done playing, you feel me? Like and like uh the next week at practice, I just I just seen a different uh I just seen a different motivation in me. You know what I mean? And I just like never said, left. As a coach, you take that loss with them I kids. Took it yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. You, I took it personally. So especially like you say again, caught up on being coming from that when we know we come from that shit, playing in that game and shit like that. You take that loss with that. And There's then, a little bit of pride with that. And then as a coach though. When you actually can see, like, my kids is better than them kids, though. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's just they, 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 their upbringing with their program is just a little slightly different. They were better coaches than me at the time. 
Now, like, I'm going to tell you, now, it was a B-team game. So, like I uh, said, these was like these weren't the varsity kids, but they still were more talented. Like, you know, our kids from... I was from, about to say, because I'm going to keep it funky, because yeah. them Cumberland Valley teams, because ain't trash. Them little oh, motherfuckers, because like, they always... Everybody knows you around this area. You know what the yeah. fuck that Cumberland Valley means. Yeah, and it's it's all the way from this shit we talking about with Packers and all that, to where, like, because them boys be wrecking except just like, because we saying that where they... Their program is just a little bit more structured than ours being the hood. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying, nigga. That's exactly what it was. Nah, like, you said them niggas just don't be good, like they trash no, damn there, but that. they be wrecking. I said their program is a little bit, uh, that's what I was saying. It was saying. different. Like, you, know, they, you, can see the discipline, <laughs> you can see the discipline and on how the coaches and how the kids reacted to certain situations. You know what I'm saying? And like it's you like, said, you said you yourself like you said you admitted they was a better coach because like you said you already said it, you wasn't all the way yeah i had one foot in one foot out you know what i mean after that loss <laughs> nigga like pulled up to the 40 yard <laughs> right we out here like a nigga just finding his way on how to do it at that no time because he's a young man yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of man like you said you get you get more wisdom as you go along with dealing with them kids and i'm gonna be honest with you you know what i mean i ain't gonna tell you i was always uh the role model I should have been, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I gave my time up. You know what I mean? We all growing. Like, you know, these kids. You teaching these kids. Like, you just trying to show them an example. Like, everybody not going to be a Michael Parsons or a big time NFL player, but you just want to instill something to them that they become good men. You know what I'm saying? More working men, family men, that type of shit. You know what I mean? Guys that graduate school get a good start in life. Everybody's not going to be a superstar athlete. I coach way less superstar, way more. Guys that ain't superstar athletes, and I did. There was, you know, it's only a couple picks, like every generation. Absolutely, you know, what I mean? you know how that shit go. You know what I mean? But I'm more so molding and shaping kids that like, yeah. gonna be in the community. Let the aboriginal call it. He was the one from his generation. <laughs> we all was. Superstar. I ain't gonna say I was the superstar uh, from my generation, I but it's like uh, I had my time, like as far as that age bracket, because there wasn't, there wasn't nobody in my shit that could stop me and shit. But listen, even with that shit, because it comes and goes, it's like it's like Cuz just said to where it's like everybody ain't gonna be no superstar with that shit. You got a mm -hmm. you got a certain amount of window, cuz when it even comes with that opportunity of trying to make it in athletics, that's like. It's damn near like striving to get a lottery ticket and shit if you're not staying at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really, yeah. Like, you really have to, like, dedicate yourself to that lifestyle in all aspects because that's what those people that even, like, really, really make it unless they're, un, un, I'm talking about, like, godly, talented. Like, them dudes work at that because, you know what I mean? There's a lot of us that run this street because that, that get caught up in the other shit to where we don't strictly focus on school sports and shit like right, that because i didn't mean to get you into your yeah you bag. definitely got me in but, yeah. nah but but to make a whole point about the sports shit though because of why it's important though of what black was saying that we're like even dealing with kids and though you might not know the right way there's no book to learn in this shit you just right. have to learn it it's like parenting you know what i mean but it's it's a part of, of of like dealing with the sports and the love of it that that the person that was involved in it to be able to give back in different type of ways with it you know now, think mean? about it right coaches we knew like cam Right. Cam was human, cuz like, mm -hmm. like Cam, like I said on a couple episodes. Yeah, Cam, fuck, fuck a kid up. Yeah, Cam was Don't human. Fuck with the kids. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, he ain't play no games, but like, 
after that loss, you know, what I mean, I, and that we came back week that week from practice, I had a whole different mindset and focus. You know, what I mean, and ever since then, I just dedicated myself to that. Started shit. drawing up plays and shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just grew to love coaching more so than I loved the game. You know what I mean? Because I loved, I always loved the game, but like teaching the game became my passion. And then after that, I just never left. You know, what I mean, it's been seventeen years, so. And you know why it's good for sports to be involved with, with teaching young boys this shit? It's because it's, it's like a, a part of discipline because that we even learn we're playing that game that it's okay with losing. Right. That it's still... Life lessons. Because, yeah, it's like you were saying that where everybody ain't going to be a superstar and ain't going to make it at this shit. So even sometimes I learn we're taking this journey as a kid, you got to get involved with them sports because they already got us in a competition world out here. So you got to learn how to fucking and lose and, put and take some losses with this shit to where it's like... It's, but you, right? it's good to be a man doing get it to where like cause right. don't be getting this shit from mom. You know what I mean? And the and the women got to understand that we're supportive. Let me step back and let this boy, you know what I mean, deal with some manly right. shit when it comes to that right. shit. As far as taking losses. Like you know they say, mean? well, you sports, right? You sports and you football mm -hmm. is like a it's a microcosm of society. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It teaches you life lessons, how to work in a, a group function, it gives you discipline, you know what I mean, how to be a part of a team, how to play your role, how to deal with adversity. These is all life skills. So, like, you know, a lot of kids that don't play sports, I would advise to get them involved in something. Some kids are just smart, but get them involved in something competitive that you got to work in a team environment because that shit teaches you life skills. You know what I mean? You might not be blocking, tackling, and running touchdowns for a living, but you're going to have to go, go to work and work with some motherfuckers that you might not like. You know what I mean? It's going to be some tough times in life. Shit going to happen. Like, all right. I lost my job. How am I going to make it happen now? That's adversity. How do I bounce back? You know what I mean? So playing you sports and just that type of shit, it helps kids in life. You know what I mean? And that was more so my mission than anything than winning games. You know what I mean? So I'm not thinking it's just from coaching myself. Go on, just ask me, guys. So wrong. back to the, um, talk about how you moved up the ranks, though. Like, you didn't, I know he didn't finish as a B team coach at all. Oh, no, you know, I ain't. My talent's too much for that, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> after that year, you know what I mean? After that year, uh, Coach Chiz, he retired. It was a new dude that came along named uh, Gomez. God bless the dead. He passed, too. He ended up giving me and Coach Boom the whole pony program. So now we had the, the varsity and the JV. But it was just me and him, you know what I mean? It was like, uh, it was just, uh, we had the JV and the varsity. So me and Cuz coach Saturday and we coach Sunday. That shit was a six day a week joint for us. Then we started in April with flag football. But we started in April with flag football. We was winning the little flag football leagues up there at uh, Radnor and William Penn for years, which helped us going into the not me moving forward and shit because our teams was always prepared before the season started. We had the lineup set, how we wanted to move, playbook already installed. So that, that kind of separated us from other youth coaches, you know what I mean? We was young niggas because you ain't have too many head coaches that was 24 or 25. You remember how coaches used to be back in the day? All them niggas oh, was old, you know what I mean? So now we was young. We spoke that language that the youngest was, that, that grabbed the ear, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that was our appeal. And we, we also went out there and started winning, you know what I mean? So we got attention from that. So, you know, we just flourished and we just became a... a a staple in the Packer program before we merged and became the Cougars. You know what I'm saying? So we was a staple in that. We won a lot of games, won a lot of Super Bowls. We had a lot of kids move on, you know what I mean? Graduate college, graduate high school. I'm out last night walking down 2nd Street, cuz, right? Doing me, you know what I mean? 
young boys. I hear like a group of young boys walking up. They was like, Coach Black. 6'5 and shit now, though. <laughs> Big young boys, but these is young boys that's like grown now. They out here chasing like me, you know what I mean? Coach Black, what's up, man? What you doing down here, yo? Yeah, because you're supposed to be at the Legion soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down here in front of the top. So you the highways, man. Man, listen. Coke and everything. Heels, all that. You know what I mean? It was like, Coach Black, what up? Young boys, like, what up? Dapped them up and shit. They sat there, chopped it up with me for a minute and kept it moving. But then that made me realize, man, this ain't even my set no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... They calling me Coach Black still. I'm trying to catch one of these young, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm Coach Black, bitch. I don't want to be Coach Black to right you. Now. You know what I mean? Coach Black can't stay here until 2 o'clock. Coach Black got to be out. He can't, yeah. he can't be catching the stragglers down this joint. No yeah, more. I'm ranch down this joint. Ain't no Coach Black. You know what I mean? Ain't no yeah. whistle and no clipboard in my motherfucking hand. You know what I mean? But, uh. That shit in the trunk, though. Definitely. <laughs> definitely in the trunk. But that's where it came from, you know what I mean? Um, you know, a lot of us find our calling in a lot of different shit, you know what I mean? Like, at the time, I didn't know which way I wanted to go. Like, a couple of my friends just got killed. God bless the dead Mikey. God bless the dead my man Al. Al got killed right in the middle after our first season. So, like, you know, my emotions was high. I didn't even know if I was going to come back, you know what I'm saying? I was like, fuck everything. But then, like, football season started, you know what I mean? Coaches was pulling up on me, yelling, y'all coming back, y'all coming back. We need y'all. We need them young dudes. And I came back, fam, and I just never left. That's why I say that shit kind of saved my life because I could have went another way. Right, right. You know what I mean? But that connection I made with that program, them kids, that shit saved my life, man. And I never went back. I mean, I never not, I never will turn my back on that, even though I ain't coaching in the city no more. Right. I'm out here at East now, but just that connection with kids, mentoring teaching the game. I'm going to do that the rest of my life. You know so what I'm saying? What you got now is you got the East... Uh, I got the uh, Tri-C Community Panthers Ponies. I'm also the president of the program out there. Something new that just started up. So this is still youth joint then? Youth football. Still youth football. They compete in the same league as the Harrisburg Youth okay. Cougar organization that I was a part of. Um, something new. You know what I mean? Like, What's I the politics first to go about getting your own team in that league? It's all political, man. Like, I'm glad somebody gave me an opportunity to coach again. Let's right, get that right. right you know right. what I mean? But uh, there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of shit done with the it's kids. Like, it's and political. Like, her, yeah. It's like the area you from. Like Now they got rules to where, say, you wanted to start your new team, a, a whole new team yourself in the city. They got like boundaries and rules to where it can only be one team in that area. Wow. That's kind of like where the situation came with uh, the Harrisburg Cougars. Like, remember, you know, it used to be the Broncos yeah, and it used to be the Packers. Or the, the Royals back in the, the day. The Royals and the Packers. So like now they got rules that they only want one team coming from this area because now all teams are kind of up under this one league called the CFA. They kind of got a monopoly on you football around here. Mm -hmm. So mostly all the teams that are from the local areas competing this league. Now they set their own rules. They had their own board. You know what I mean? But based upon who the program is and how you move and shit is how you gonna get shit done. But who's the who runs the president of that board? So I don't know. Like it's a board, like it's a board made up of a whole bunch of uh, guys that are representatives from um other programs. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I think they vote on those positions and 
uh, instances do get their turn, like you said, with kids coming out their mouth and things like that. They're already watching. How you gonna deal with from them? the side, like before they even make you like one of the head coaches or under coaches or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, they gonna you know look at everything. You know what I'm saying? So like, once you garner that respect, you get a little bit more leash. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, then coaches like Coach has been in the community for thirty some years. Cam and them been thirty, forty years. Like it took a it took a amount of years them for them to build up that cachet to where parents would be like, "Hey, Cam, if you get out of pocket." Yeah, I get that checking. Mm -hmm. Coach Chizzy, get out of pocket. You got my my permission to check his ass. Like I would check his ass. Exactly. Coach Chizzy used to pull that paddle out on niggas. But yeah. it's like you said, that where we get that we got that report from them people in our community, cause right. and it's like you said, it's hard for our community to even let others discipline like that anymore. Cause like I said, it's a different game out here than where they even <clears throat> It's even with like explaining basketball because where they the major soft out here with teaching sports and kids like that when it's dealing with especially young men. But I ain't gonna get on that topic. That's a whole different topic. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you about the um, as cause as as comparing the talent out east, it should almost be equal like now because there's many uh, 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 niggas that's moving from the hood out there. I'm gonna tell you um, as far as what the only difference between the Nice athlete and the Harrisburg athlete. What they say is, this is what the, they say is, is the heart. You know, our kids is just tougher. You know what I'm saying? These kids is privileged. I see it in my sons. My, my sons is these young boys. I live right around the corner from where we're recording. Like, they talented athletically. That's mm -hmm. genetics. You know what I'm saying? But it's just about that one-two, that dog, that fight. Like, it's different. You know what I mean? Our kids fight different. The circumstances we came up in, we was tough, tougher for the different reasons. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the sport doesn't change, period, when it comes to that. Because when we came up, because the game of basketball, you could, you could like, hand check and put your arm up and shit like that. These you young definitely could hand check. Yeah, they don't, they don't do that because right now. As they far don't play as, like, no D. Yeah. Athletically, though, it's, these You only get a couple that want to play D. Man, listen, but it's, it's like it's like because of saying, though, to where it's like motherfuckers coming in the, and when you playing on playground ball, you get taught to play like that. That mentality. It, yeah, it's just there. Why do you think niggas like, love, uh, love Smoke so much when he played for the Cougars? He had that dog in him. Mm -hmm. That dog was groomed on M. Radner. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids out here is just different. Like, you know, they become specialists. They be really skilled and athletic. But it's that gear that they don't be having. That shit they say the king don't got that killer instinct. That leadership quality. Like, it be shit like king that. got that shit. King showed that yeah, shit. Yeah, but so, like, it be kids... It's kids out here. That these kids are just as athletic as Harrisburg kids, man. Like, it's just motivating them to, you know what I mean? I'm a, I was, shit, East High, when have we ever really lost to East and who? I think the East right. High busted Cougars ass twice this year. Right. Cause. You know what I mean? Like, they got that ass. That's, that's, that's the, the part that where the I say, like, the East kids is coming to the playgrounds now playing. Yeah. Where before they wasn't. That's they the difference coach. now between it now. Got a new high school like, coach out there. Young yeah. boy Lance Dean, shout out to him. Um... He just got the job. He got some ex NFL players on his team. He got good defense coordinators. Hey, Ain't one of them coaching out there. Uh, no, nah, Danny Lanzana got the uh. Oh, the football. He got the basketball, the basketball team. Basketball, basketball. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, got yeah. the basketball team. I that Listen, it's a Harrisburg imprint out here. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it a thing. Like you got Harrisburg influences out here, and I'm thousand with you. Where Mo? Where Mo coaching at? I don't even think Cuz is coaching. I don't know if he's coaching. He was only coaching while Ross was there. Maybe I ain't sure. But I, I definitely know that uh, Danny Lanzana had the basketball team last year. He took over for Ross after Ross left. Okay. Oh, like, so it's, they got it. it's a new day out there. This E shit about to turn around. 
And I'm, I'm happy to be in on the ground floor. You know no, what I'm saying? So get them like, out to the youngest stage. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one thing about, group. like you said, that bull. Shout out to Danny. And that's, and that's the most important stage for real anyway. Right. When you put them them right fundamentals in them early. Shit going to change. Hey. Shit going to change out here. You know what I'm saying? And, I got, and I'm still a cougar. Don't get it fucked up. High school program, though. Definitely still a cougar. But as far as the youth stuff. Yeah, it is what it is. Like yeah, you say, it's politics it with the shit. And long as it's you doing, when you, when you really want to coach, you don't care who you want to coach for. Nah, I, mean, I do. Cause. I learned that. I, 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 I,
So he found the site, you know what I mean? He had some good dogs and... They're the ones that kind of look like boxers, right? A little bit. Nah, they look like bulldogs. They look like English bulldogs. They're just taller. Uh -huh. They're more athletic. They could run. They breathe better. You know what I'm saying? They live longer. They just a better breed. You know what I mean? They started from a dude named Levitt. They call it, used to call them Levitt's bulldogs. You know what I mean? Like, they bred a lot of the... A lot of the... The bad traits that were in the English bulldog, like how they bred, how they breathe bad and shit like that, short lifespans, you know what I mean? Like they had a lot of health issues. So like when they started breeding the old English bulldog, they bred all those traits out to make a better dog. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we ended up buying a couple and um, I got a female, we got another female and he got a boy. So the name of the kennel is Double Down Kennels. In the next couple of years, we're going to have some pups. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, register, official paperwork <laughs> not no basement bully something that you got out your homie's basement you know what i mean like official dogs i'm gonna be an official breeder you know what i mean like and then you say when they get your dog they can't breed them no nah, like um it's like when you buy a dog from a licensed kennel right you could either buy the dog as a pet or you could buy it with the full breeding rights like it's a pet price and then it's a full breeding right breeding price like if you buy a dog from me as a pet for whatever amount of money I still own the breeding rights to that dog. So they're so not allowed to breed that motherfucker. You can't breed it. You bought it at the pet price. You know what I mean? But, like, if you were to breed it, you either going to owe me a certain amount of money where I could sue you, you know what I'm saying? Or I could See, take I the whole litter. That. that is, you could do that when you buy the dog. You got to sign a contract and everything when you buy these dogs. Like, I could I could do that shit they be showing on uh, TNT and shit, the little American So this ain't, this ain't that my cousin got puppies shit. This nah, it ain't, ain't that. that. No, it ain't that. It's a cattle guy. It's a business. Like, I wish we'd have did it a couple years ago. I'd have got a PPP loan for that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I really just ramped it up. But um, that's all it really is. Like, they turned out to be pets that are worth something. That's why I tell people, you want to get a dog, get a real dog, get something official. Like, some money out of them shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, breed them or do something, get some money out of them. I'm expecting to get, like, 20, 30, 40 grand out of each litter. You know what I'm saying? Like, these dogs, like... So, if you sell for... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Oh no! I just want to ask you a question. So if you if you sell the dog right and you and you keep the breeding right, how was that person going like breed that dog then? Like get the money out of that dog? Like they bought it at the like if they wanted to breed the dog when they bought it from me, they got to purchase the breeding rights. Like when I bought my dog, my dog was a certain oh, okay. amount of money, right? And then like uh, I could have bought it for like maybe a thousand dollars less. If I would have bought it at a pet price, but being as that I bought her with the full breeding rights, that means I could go breed her with a deer. And they can't <laughs> say nothing about it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like it's like well, when they sell you those type of dogs, they like their bloodline. It's like it's like they trademark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they don't be wanting their bloodline to get just be out there with yeah, anything. Right. You know what just, I'm saying? So. Is they short nose too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they got the short snout, but they're just like English bulldogs, but they're just a little bit taller. They more athletic. They live longer. They don't have the hip problems. They don't. Uh, yeah, I want to see one. I want to see what one looks like. My my sister got the little one, so I want to see what the big ones look like. Cause I want they they get big. You said right. They don't I mean, like you could get some of them that that'll get to uh, over a hundred pounds, but for the most part, they're anywhere between like an adult male, eighty to ninety pounds, the adult female, sixty to seventy. It just depends on the breed you got. Like uh. The bloodline I got, my dogs came from uh, block built kennels is out of Indiana. Like they uh they uh they have bull force bloodlines, uh what's the other bloodline? Sunshine Bulls bloodlines, all these dogs, my dogs came from like uh their sire and their dam came from Spain. So like you get a you get a dog from me, nobody 
well, somebody that bought them from the kennel, but nobody from where we live at got none of this around here. Even if you got my breed, you don't got that bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But they just a good dogs. Like, really, they're just pets that I'm gonna get some money off of. Let's just keep it. So, so the bull you got right now is mm. he active? Like, is he real active? Like, what's the personality? I actually got a female. Like, um, they chill dogs. Like, it just depends on what you want to do with them. Like, my my girl, she eats and gets her ass up on the couch and goes to sleep. You know what I'm saying? We take her outside. She runs. She's active. She breathes oh. well. She, I take her on walks every morning. She's active. She's cool. She's good for whatever whatever type of environment she's in. You know what I'm saying? But they're not really like wild, like not wild, but high energy dogs. They just adapt to what you do with them. You know what I mean? Like if you're a person that likes to be in the house with your dog and have a, a chill dog that's a lap dog on the couch, they'll do that. If you're a dog that likes now, to See, be I was going to do a boxer, but I like how they look. They cute, but I was just trying to figure out, because I know boxers, boxers are real active dogs, like, yeah. and I'm acting, so I wanted to be able to him to, like, go run two miles with me. And mm -hmm. I know them little ones, they get tired real fast. <laughs> now, yeah, those English Bulldogs ain't going to run two blocks with you. But, like, an old English Bulldog, this breed, this breed I have, they, they'll run all day with you. It's all, it's all about what you condition your dog to do. They smart, too. And like, what's your page name again? Uh, double uh, double down kennels. I'm gonna uh, make sure uh, little Rick send you the link and all that. And I'll send you some yeah, photos and all that. Yeah, I want to check them out. No, okay, will. thank you. Absolutely. This is Joanne. Son. Yes, ma'am. Hi, baby. Hi, Reggie. Okay, hi. I had to make sure I had the right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hi, baby. Okay, you put that from. Yep. Go ahead. What's that drone called again? Double down. Double down kennels. You know what I mean? We about to uh, put up the. Uh, Website, uh, Instagram, all that flood the because now right now my girl's five months, bro's dog is six months, and yeah, a, about to get the breed. And the old fee, and the old, oldest female was eight months. So we said maybe around like this time next summer, you know what I mean, have a, at least one litter on the ground. You know what I mean? Y'all hear it on? Close your ears. You can get wigs. You can get, <laughs> you can get your pussy steamed. You can get a. You got bulldogs, you know what I mean? We we bring it up. kids up for football, all that. <laughs> well, lose some weight. We got that too. Some energy. We got all that. We got all this shit too. Burst. Yeah, we do. I still, I still ain't. Um, I'd say I was gonna start my joint. Like, that was like thirty-six Mondays ago or something yeah. like. <laughs> you might as well get at the one of your girlfriends that need to lose ten pounds. Uh, sell it to them. <laughs> Nothing for us. Hey, right. anything's a profit. Do what you gotta do. Make your money. I am the church. Even got Deuce Bigelow services running around out here for motherfuckers. You're the church. <laughs> I got motherfuckers I could call right on up for you, Deuce Bigelow style. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, what you coming for then? I told you y'all could get money off of it. Hey, you ain't even got to worry about nobody else paying you. The company going to pay you. Uh, nah, they ain't cutting nothing from the church because the church get 100% of all donations. <laughs> oh wait alright well let's take this time um, Father God I ask that you continue to protect everybody on this call keep your blessed arms around everybody on this call keep everybody's mind awakening and growing and strengthening and continue to protect all of us Amen Amen Where did that come from though uh, what did you do? <laughs> she just had the DMX prayer yeah, on us a little bit. DMX moment. You know I'm there. I started to say, man, shut the fuck up. I chilled. I said I'm going to chill, though. I said I'm going to chill, though. 
But look, we about to take a quick break real quick. Yeah. So I got to make sure I do these drinks up in the segments, and then we're going to get right back to it. Go pay a couple bills. Yeah, go pay a couple bills and shit. You know what I mean? We'll be right back at y'all. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Cousin Rick from the Close Your Ears Podcast. And ladies, I got a quick tip for you real quick. You got to check out Wild Damn Foxy Hair. Wild Damn Foxy Hair specializes in customized, truly glueless units, meaning no bands, no adhesives, or no pricey installations needed to attach. So ladies, that means you can put the Gorilla Glue down. Because with Wild Damn Foxy Hair, you need nothing extra to make that hair stay in place. Also, check out the website at wilddamnfoxyhair.com to sign up for one-on-one virtual wig-making classes. That's the latest, truly glueless technique no one has mastered in PA. That's right, you heard me. One-on-one virtual wig-making class. Your damn kids don't get that much attention with the virtual online learning right now, so... You got something good going on for you. And that also means that Wild Damn Foxy Hair isn't just selling you wigs, but teaching you how to make your own, helping you save and even possibly earn money. So hurry up while slots are still available. The deadline for June enrollment is May 24th. So just pay your deposit of $200 to reserve your spot and then pay the remaining balance through payment options available offering three echelon levels. From your favorite master instructor, Latora B. Again, that's wilddamnfoxyhair.com. Check this out. Support a black-owned business. And back to the show. What up, what up, what up, what up? We back at it. We got Miss Mia on the line still. Ab on the yo, building. Yo. Coach oh, Black man. still with us. Stay woke. You're going to hear Tisha and Nella whispering in the background. They about to get this cookout food, so don't mind them. Mm-hmm. But we back at it. Hey, yo, so you, you, did you Who hear? Who cooked out? Yeah, we cooking out over here, man. We playing oh. ain't, that, ain't, ain't that what y'all niggas do on the... um? On, on, Y'all black people do on the holidays? Ain't this holiday weekend? My black ass to be reading a fucking book and doing my training class. I ain't worried about no goddamn holiday. Uh, I was just asking, huh? We cooking out. It's every hard day night over here. It's hard man. night tonight. Yeah, every day is a holiday. Yo, these chicks was going, so is 500 too much for hair? To get you for, for hair? towards something way more than your hair to be uplifting who like you ass. look like. Maybe your ass. 
Maybe your tits. That, Maybe your gear. Uh, that's for somebody who ain't got the responsibility to be doing some shit like that. Priorities you fucked yeah, up in life. But somebody that got their priorities together. I'm spending on my Not 500 but that's like a down payment. That's like a uh, a savings. You know what I mean? You do that 10 that's times, you might got enough. You do that, you, you stack 500 10 times, you might got enough. Wow. I'm big bank over here, so I got that in. I'm spending five hundred dollars here. So. Listen, somebody might think I'm ugly. Somebody might think I'm cute, but bitch, I got that hair in. But, like, but let me let me what, tell you what, what something. What costs five hundred in hair? Like, what are you getting? But, from? but think about it. If you spending five hundred in hair, right? I'm not continuously buying hair. That hair is lasting me. You feel me? That hair is lasting me two, three years more. Whatever, however I take care of it. So and it's the not hair like is five hundred or is the Talking to a, a hair seller. Yeah, like that's I don't know what, like, what cost, what makes it cost 500? Like, like, that's why, that's what I think. Like, what makes it. When you get in real hair off of somebody's head is what makes it cost 500. When they going and literally, these people coming and donating their hair, they going through their ponytail and they cutting it from their ponytail. So, so you get all your cuticles in the same direction. You get in real thick, full hair, hair that a whole hair that can be bleached, all that stuff. That Frank Lucas hair. <laughs> yeah. They, they done got booty the about that shit like because there were prices on it now. It ain't like it used to be. Because I never know. I thought you just go on ABC and go get that pack no, off the wall. Cause no. Nah, that shit would be shriveled up the next day. You wake up, you be like, damn, bitch. You should have spent a little more on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For real, I'm telling you, but it's the quality that you're getting. You're basically getting something that you can function with, like you would with some real hair. But the thing is, like, that stuff could be really damaging to your natural hair. So you'd rather do it to some weeds than do it to your own hair so it's not damaging your real hair. And so I ain't gonna hold you, sister. The thing about it is, like, it's really like them women that get real... I ain't, like, I ain't even gonna hold you. It's, it's, like, it's a little bougie thing that happened, like, when you go to them big cities and shit like that, to where they get all into that shit, cause, to where it's like, there's still the quality of the hair shit, to where I ain't gonna take away from that, but, like, it's, it, it, like, them qualities of hair and all that shit wasn't always out here, to where women were still getting their hair done looking nice before all this hair shit came into play. They just put it in there. It was plenty of other models and actresses that were wearing that. Models and actresses was wearing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it was something they could take on and off real quick. Like they could change their styles up real fast. So you talk about the wigs and shit. Yeah, even with the wigs, like even the white people, the white people be wearing clippings and everything, like. Niggas really thinking that they hair. Now they hair thin as shit, but they go put them clippings and they hear this shit and you know what I'm saying, they make their hair fuller and stuff. So it's always been around. It's just us as a culture, we just became a dumbass consumer for it. You that, know what I'm saying? Slave it's mentality, man. Like you said, that ain't no fucking slave mentality. We gotta we gotta live up to the standard of white beauty hey, and sister, white hair. You know how much you know we slave. Slave. You know how it's much some shit we gonna spend our money on and it's some shit we gonna choose not to spend our money on it. And women, and women gotta be held accountable for this right now. Since this, this is the whole point of this conversation, the world. Y'all out here spending five hundred dollars on hair, yo. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's not. 
It's not and true. Don't take it personal. No, niggas ain't getting their head done every other day like y'all motherfucking women is doing. Like you said, like you said, if niggas is buying an ounce, cause that ounce is lasting day in there fucking three weeks, cause. I, I, ain't never paid no I heard haircuts are going for like $50, $60 now. The most well, I paid when Cuz came to my crib during the shutdown, I paid $30. I paid nigga 50 to cut my hair before. Right. $50. Yeah, see, I'm used but to that. But that was during the like pandemic. Cuz came to my crib. I better be tipping everything, Norris. You gave me 50 yeah. I gave Cuz 50 but Listen, that was convenient. That's but that was, no money yeah. for for real, for yeah, real. Yeah, like, that was after not having a motherfucking lineup for like probably like six weeks. Cause I ain't paying nobody $50 <laughs> for no fucking shit. How often do you have to get a lineup every week? Like damn every Cause I'm gonna look at that how I'm looking at these women paying 500 for a fucking haircut. I mean for their haircut. They were $50 for a haircut. You need to go get a haircut. I would never. They might say that since I do need one bad. But I'm saying Way before the pandemic. Yeah, fuck them haircuts. Yeah. They're going to strike. <laughs> fuck them haircuts. Nah, the one thing about doing something like that, though, is my dad told me, because you never do something. You could never pay a motherfucker because something you could do your damn self. But I could... Definitely. But it's like... Well, why ain't you doing your damn self, then? Because I'm cool. I look good regardless, my oh, nigga. Nah, yeah, I, mean, but I rock nasty shit, because I'm... Yeah, I'm cool. Like, I already right. rock my nigga, you know what I mean? But... The crazy oh shit about my. it, though, it's like it's, real it's like when, when you spend their money and shit, because they say that they're like one of the most dangerous people out here, because our people like thinking people is a millionaire, because that cuts his own motherfucking grass, because you know I mean, I'm telling you, getting that bread, and, and you're, you have a different fucking thinking out there, drink, because the worst. <laughs> Nah, cause you're not wasting you're not wasting money on stupid frivolous shit. That's why we're and, poorest and, people because we spend. And, and for our women to be spending money like that on hair, cause there were so many other investments you can make out here with that money. Yeah, cause but cause listen, it's me. First off, you seeing women spending that money out here. There's not a lot of women out here spending five hundred because yeah, there's not a lot listen, of women out here. Why, why I brought it up? And listen, that's why I brought it up because my timeline was like 50-50. Some chicks was like, "You crazy? I ain't paying them." I'm like, "Oh, all of them ain't." You know? I've seen people about spend two something on bundles and then another. You know, you gonna pay another hundred fifty for somebody to do it. So that's yeah. close to five. So that's it right there. Right but there. see, that is but different. But think about folks, it. Them same people that saying folks. they're not gonna spend that. Them is the same people running every three months to go get some more hair. You just spit that in six months. For somebody who spit that at one time and that shit lasts them two, three years. Like, they mask backwards, but See, it's whatever. A, it's a, it's it's a part of like trying to oh, keep up with everybody else. You reuse that still hair. So she's saying this 500 hair is the type of shit she said. So that's the shit you, you, you could take it out and put it back in. Yeah, and right. we're having wig, wig I'm not the person that's going to keep running and buying hair. What's the purpose yeah, of keeping running and buying hair? hair? Oh, all right, well, maybe no, that is it. Nella's interested in trying to sell her hair. She trying to be a <laughs> It's she unnatural, know, virgin. She got like a nine-inch ponytail. She want to know how much she can get for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you need to ask her. I, I tell you what, cuz. No hey, listen, no this is where Asian lives matter, cuz, man, because Asians is killing the game with the hair shit. The word is, and that's yeah, where it's at. They're living in life. People like Eric and Sam, them niggas is charging people $1,500. $1,500 just to come get the hair done, like, 
that's where I'm going. That's the kind of money I'm trying to make. And this bitch is really out here paying Yo. that shit. But it's a main for everybody. It's your money. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a nigga money. paying that money. Plug your joint real quick. It's a money, man. Huh? Plug your joint. Oh, yeah, Zanotti V Hair, Facebook, ID, y'all know how to find me, www.zanottivhair.com, that's the website, tap in, and we got sizzle, so you know what I'm saying, you ain't got it at one time, we can take payment. I'll ask the girl. Alright. Tell them make that five hundred you can make a five hundred investment. Tell them one third of black wealth, put some stocks into it. You feel me? Hey, it is what it is. Definitely money in it. Build the pyramid, sis. Build the pyramid. Selling dogs and selling weeds. You can get money. If you wanna do it, do it big. Real quick. I gotta pick up the show and um close your ears, follow us on uh Spotify. Apple or Anchor, download that Anchor app. And when you download that Anchor app, if you want to help us sustain more shows and help us get a studio and all that other shit, you should subscribe for $9.99 a month or $4.99 a month. You know what I mean? Tell them where to, Death Row. Go ahead. You know the fucking Anchor. You got to get that Anchor app. You know what I mean? You can find me on fans. It's like, no. For <laughs> well, $14.99 a month, I'll show you some titties and ass. <laughs> Nella.com. <laughs> well, love, let's get into the black fact real quick while we got this bitter one with us and shit. You know what I mean? What number black fact is this? This is number 32, because this is episode number 32. Okay. Okay. There's flame right out there, though. Well, guess what we're going to do, though? We're going to do Madam C.J. Walker, right? Born December 23rd, 1867. Passed away May 25th, 1919. She was in a... Come on, don't talk to her in a black act. Social respect. It's a man of C.J. She was an African-American entrepreneur, philanthropist, and political and social activist. She is recorded as the first female self-made millionaire in America in the Guinness Book of World Records. Multiple sources mention that although other women have been the first, their wealth was not as well documented. Um... Walker made her fortune by developing and marketing a line of cosmetics and hair care products for black women. Through the business, um, through the business she founded, Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company. She became known as a, as also for her philanthropy and activism. She made financial donations to numerous organizations and became a part a patron of arts. Uh, Walker's lavish estate in Irvington, New York, uh, served as a political gathering place for the African-American community. At the time of her death, she was considered the wealthiest African-American businesswoman and the wealthiest self-made black woman in America. And that's the alley-oop for this week. So again, Madam C.J. Walker, y'all seen the little Netflix joint? Anybody seen the Netflix joint? Sorry, no, I'm probably well, no, I'm going to add it to that black fact. Go ahead. You, um, you definitely can do that. Yeah, you definitely left something out. And I'm going to tell y'all some dope ass shit about Madam C.J. Walker. Her product is still being sold today. Um, they uh, they owned by Sundial. But Sundial is another black-owned company. So it ain't like the white man just went and bought it. But when you got products like... um. Shea moisturizer and stuff like that. Those products fall up under Madam C.J. Walker's products. I definitely product buy that. I definitely buy Shea um, products. Yeah. yeah, so they definitely, that's a good thing. Her stuff is still being sold all these years later. Her formula. That was a dope add to that. That was dope. That was dope. 
You you know your line of business. Uh, you hear me? Nah, what you say? I said that was a dope ad. I said you know your line of business. Yeah, definitely. I just wanted to put that out there because now educate, educate. I have it. Don't. Oh, I was about to say let's drop a bomb on that. I got the club. Got to show me how to put the bomb on. But again, that's the black fact for this week, Madam C.J. Walker. And while we talking black facts, some of y'all that follow us on Facebook, Aboriginal just corrected me. He said, I'm asking, he said, we been took it up to the first 30 black facts for the 200. So, I'm going to say the two people that, that made the entries, they can make another entry, even though they got theirs wrong. They entry for the wrong joint. So it's third, the first 30. Pay attention. The first 30 episodes with the black facts. 30 episodes, the first 30. So you're starting at episode, the one that's titled episode number one. You're starting there. That's the, la that's the last hint. I ain't giving out no more hints. <laughs> Well, I'm going to just go ahead and say this officially on the Close Your Ears podcast. The winner has already been determined. Me and my are third ward in the building. Uh, all day. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Want, on some one, she definitely turned in the joint and got it wrong. But she, again, she gets a, she gets another do-over. And I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a text Latanya and let her know because she put her joint in. And you know what I mean? And we're going to go from there. But. Oh, did you cheat my sister, too? Man, she got him. She got it wrong. And look, when I listen, wrong. this is what's crazy. Never wrong. Listen, she. Uh, that's listen, my sister. Listen, when when I was like, I was like, you got one wrong. She 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 corrected it right, and and it's all in text. Oh. Um, so you already got it wrong though, and she she knew where she. So well, she's my sister. She's never wrong. And that's cool. My so, sister got to get it right. This is his sister. This is his sister too. She got it wrong. Wanted to, she wanted to take me to George Judy over the shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't put that in the disclaimer, but whatever. <laughs> whatever, though. But yeah, let's get back to the shit, man. Like, again, Madam C.J. Walker, you know what I mean? That's the black fact this week. Shout out to sis. Let's get... Uh, getting that guap. Let's talk about the... Uh... So let me add to all this. I'm about, to, I'm about to flip it real quick, y'all. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Can niggas get, um, get me and Jay Sue? Say what? A man Jason. You know what that is? Say it one more time. It's a man Jason. A man. Like face. A man Jason. What? Like a facial a for a man. But it's your private area. Oh, so they should manscape. Yes, they should manscape. Absolutely. Yeah, if they yeah, want some heat, they should manscape. just making new names for shit. Nah, like, because yeah, that's like, different shit. That's like, she's saying like a facial. I guess you're putting chemicals around it. Like, the steaming. It's like the V-steam. It's like you're steaming your meat. Oh, yeah. damn. Like the oh, no. V-steam. Oh, I don't know about that, but I definitely want them to clean that up down there. Man, my face ain't bad. I'm not steaming my meat. For what? Like, for what? Sure. I would cut, like, I would trim, but, like, I'm not just going to stain my meat. Like, Why you wanted to go here? I anyway, what the fuck is on your mind this Sunday? I was definitely about to say shit. It definitely need to be clean and, 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 and. Yeah. Right down there. Right there. Same thing, I want our shit to be right. We want yeah, our shit that. to be right. I get that, but. 
Yeah. It's definitely part of man hygiene where man definitely got to know how to take his care of himself and as they say, sweet spots and things like that. Yes. <laughs> but it's like, listen. We, y'all want I don't know what the hell, man. My sister's getting ass no more because that shit like that. Like, like sister or hair all in her mouth either. But, like, why I come up with the new terminology? I keep them with shit. The, like, it's just. That is horrible. I don't want to eat sunflower seeds when I'm fucking giving some heat shit. Like, fucking shit out my mouth. Put, put, put. No. Why? Okay, man. I ain't get my manscaping cake yet. Fuck you, pay me. I gotta go through all that. Fuck me, pay me. That's terrible. Hey, life's terrible. <laughs> I, I say this much to where if you got to be one of them women that got to love some balls like that, man. Like, man. Man, nah, man, man. Like, some bitches just love balls, period. They don't we all put up with a little bit of smell. Like, we all put up with a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like, but it's even like, even if you got well, to we get... We all got to bring our... I'll say this much even about the nigga that... Game, that right? We absolutely, should absolutely. at least come to the Listen, table even prepared. If, even if you're the nigga and, and you yeah. know your balls is out here like that and a girl is out here loving on your little nasty-ass balls like that, like, you better you better respect that woman loving on your little nasty-ass balls. Hold on, Tisha got a question you gotta say this to the mic though make sure you're in the mic you gotta so as men do y'all like your balls like yo you really want to know it depends on the man i think you really want to know yeah, yeah, no, I you ain't got two hours. You got to talking to the mic. I had saw porn, and I had saw the person that's my boss. I'm like, man, that's a new you, man like that. You just about to let the whole world know how you are in the bedroom. Most men do. I ran into one that didn't. So that's why I'm asking. But you got to know what you're doing, because if you don't know what you're doing, don't hurt my boss. You can be overly aggressive on my boss. If you overly aggressive, it hurts. Yeah, but the shit is like that. motherfucker like being licked on and where the lick on the motherfucker at. You can find out very easy. You know it's right. Right. Because if I smack your ass somewhere where you got that you ain't supposed to be licking at, you gonna know. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, like, so you don't like your ass licked? Oh, not at all. Smack that ass right upside your head if you get the ball down there. Like she said, you can go all down bottom balls. Don't even try to be like that. I feel disrespected if you go Smack outside your motherfucking head. Now, now I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I had I got it done before. Not a good experience to me. It's not for me. You didn't like it? No, it's not for me. I felt like I got violated. I felt like I got violated a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's not a bad thing. I didn't mean, like, I don't mean, like, put your legs up or nothing. It ain't even go down like that. I'm saying it. Like you said, it's like, Never mind. Since you started this shit, though, to where it's like, yeah, 
Y'all niggas is crazy. But listen, y'all, y'all. Uh, just lay on your side. No, I don't even want that. <laughs> Listen. So you don't like your boots getting played with? Not at, at all. all. Not touch at all. Not at all. Give me some head. I'm good. Not, the good game, not good game, bro. Not, you don't, you don't like your boots getting cut. Not getting at cut. At there's all. some men that get into it, where they might like it more than others. But listen, I ain't cool with that shit. I know. Like you said, once says, they go to the goose, they go to the ass it, next. They might try it, some crazy shit. It. You got some freaky ass women out here. They, they might try to put it. Yeah, they had a couple times, so that's how it started. Nah, no, no, so you It's even like you got to know how to deal with these women with even letting them lick your butt, cuz, and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because they're very... Listen, I'm telling you, my nigga, because I'm like, I'm a sexual person, and I know, I know how far women are try some shit, cuz, especially if they some sexual-ass women, cuz... These women might try to stick a finger up your motherfucking ass or anything, cuz, or you might have to fucking rip. Cuz they gonna see how far you'll go with this shit as a nigga, cuz. They were like, and what shit? This is what I'm telling you. The word, cuz, abroad is gonna test you, cuz. She's gonna see how far she can take you. I'm testing you, know how G you are, though. Right? See what I'm going to do. I'm just checking That's because there's so many people want to download now. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm going to with like, them type of dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want yeah. you to smack the fuck out of my yeah, hand. You this know is why you better, like you said, you got to go ahead and smack the shit out of your ass. I want you to smack my hand. Sister, where you gotta be a man and smack the ass that they used to lick an ass off this bitch, and it's like she said, No, oh. that's weirdo shit. But do that's you, not sexual shit. You can have more fun doing other things. But do you play like, with females' asses? Yeah, I play with females' asses. Yeah, if a woman yeah. likes me to play with her ass, yeah. I definitely play with females' yeah. But that's a man doing it to a woman. Yeah, yeah. like, really not But it's still a woman doing it to a man. No. Nah. No. But my ass is Don't off limits. That's why I bring another my female in the room. The way, like, you can go ahead and play with her ass right along with that. Now, let you feel what I'm saying? Like, my ass is off limits at all times. Listen, you can kiss on it and all that, but my ass is off limits. Uh-uh. At all times. So, y'all heard about the... All right, so listen, y'all heard about the... The, the, the WNBA coach the ball and he was like girly she said something like you don't got called a foul she weighed 300 pounds and they suspended him for that though wow wait it's cancel culture man it's fucked up out here man you can't even be honest you, you as a coach you can't say no anything more, they want to get rid of you that's just weak like uh, WNBA coach suspended that's like that. and fined after body shaming uh, Liz Cambridge Cabbage. Can't bad. I don't know. Yeah, because during the game, 
Why you can't keep it real though? You said you but can't call the foul. But, I mean, if it's a foul, it's a foul. You know what I mean? But it don't matter how much you weigh. Yeah, if you say like, she like, can take it. Like, yeah, that's basically what he's saying. Like, Shaq got that all his whole career. Mm -hmm. It says, listen, it says, like, stop whining. You big. Like, no, it's this a foul. This team faced off against Las Vegas. Miller tried to get a call from the official, clearly frustrated at his inability to do so. Then came out his face. This is what the article said. Came out his face. Came, came out his face wow. and said, "Of Cambridge." Cab cam badge, whatever her name is. Come on, she's 300 pounds. <laughs> so what is he shaming? Like, he's like a female, he's like but fat shaming a... Is, I mean, it's, it's just one of them, don't call that foul for or whatever. You know that what little stack on the arm ain't hurting her, is what he's saying. That's setting the NBA like every play, though. Right, that's my point with the shit. It's, so it's like for him to be fine, it's like, man, hold on, ain't this equal rights and... Yeah, so that's the same, that's the same way Le they say, LeBron, you're, you're whining. You're supposed to be the goat. Why are you whining? So he's saying, you're a big girl. You should take that little smack on the wrist, but yeah, you got to watch, though, because you know how the world is. I know that was crazy, but she came on Twitter. She was like, I'll never let a man disrespect me like that. And I, I, think, it's like, I think it's just overboard with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Again, that trash talk is all in the it's all, all in the, the game. It's all in it's the all game. It's sympathy. What is sympathy for something that ain't even nothing for real? That's just cool. yeah. You gotta versus take that. that black girl who won that um that Olympic swimming meet, and they tried to disqualify her because when she came up out the water, her uh, bathing suit was in her head like she had a wedgie with it. But you I'm like, yo, at the same like, time, these outfits don't make them wear. Like, what the fuck, y'all mad? Cause those are, yeah, because those are team issue swimwear. So y'all yeah, approve exactly. this shit. Y'all knew what had ass like shit. him. Come on, get the fuck out of here. That's yeah, bullshit that's right there. I ain't gonna hold that's it. That's gonna be having no ass. They should just yo, be flat. Or right, so my son just showed me a drone on on a book that two black kids, valedictorian, salivictorian, Motherfuckers got to complain and they said, we're going to do two. So now they did two. And now the two white kids is, is in, in with them. But mind you, that's fucking up their scholarship money. Now they're, they separating. Yeah, they split splitting the money, money more ways than they should have had to. That should have been the final say. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm like when you, when you, when you elect like a valedictorian and salutatorian, like that's based upon everybody. I'm yeah. number one and you're number two. Listen, so like, I just told my godson, listen, he's class president. They said we get four tickets each for prom. Tell him you need four more. You class president. The fuck? You definitely get What that. you mean? Like, the fuck? I'm class president. I gotta, I gotta do a speech. I gotta do all this. I need more people here. Yeah. See, my thing Trump is, why shit? don't they start putting in other places, though? Because when my daughter graduated, they to have it at Hershey, and you don't even need no tickets. Y'all ought to go somewhere or totally other where I was trying to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, but, you know while we was on sports, what up with Serena? Y'all seen Serena face? What she doing to her face? Uh, she went uh, Sammy Sosa on her yeah, is she saying she white? Or is she bleaching? I don't know. Is that makeup think, or is she oh, bleaching? I've seen a picture afterwards and she back to the regular color. I thought that's what I was about to make say. Job. She might have went and got a facial or something that didn't go right. Yeah, she had a bad makeup artist. That's she might have had a bad day, cuz. But it looked crazy. She looked in the mirror and was like, oh, this shit ain't right. This is the no, one thing to worry about Serena because the raw, let me pay homage to She's dope. She do got a white house. Let me pay homage to Serena because right now, because we don't do it because 
straight looks. <laughs> she gonna be on Macy Gray level. Like I don't want no pieces. I can say this because all my black people was beautiful. They all are. They all are. The Ken Bay Matumbo looking motherfuckers. I stand up for all the ugly motherfuckers. All, all the ugly with the Michael Blackster motherfuckers. I stand for all I love them all, guys. Fuck color purple. Sealy. Whoopi Goldberg. And she's beautiful. She's nice. Now, see? Like, Serena's sitting in the same language. I ain't saying, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and put my dick in all of them, but they beautiful, guys. I might not, hey, cause I might get a, not get attracted to all of them. You know what I'm saying? Mr. wanna fuck her. Yeah, my, hey, cause if it don't stand Mr. up for me, cause I ain't, you know what I mean? It ain't working. It's the sign. beautiful, but like, yeah, it's the laws of attraction, my nigga, to where it's like, it ain't it ain't doing it for me, but you still good. Like, like you ain't never had to so tell a nigga you know you too ugly and shit. You ain't gonna get well, out of it. They said I don't like big girls and shit. I don't get attracted no, by by fat ass, all fat asses. You feel what I'm saying? Like I. I got my certain type of females that I like. I'm sure y'all do too when it comes to men. If you look down my butt, I don't got no type. Listen, because that shit's all over the place. I'm like you. I really don't got no type. I don't got no type. I got a vibe. If I got a vibe with you, we got a vibe. Listen, I might got a drunk type too, though. But I got a type, though. No, you don't have a type then. A one night type. Yeah, okay. But it still even got to get me to be there though, because if I ain't oh, attracted yeah. to you with the laws of attraction, yeah. oh yeah, it ain't gonna be no one. I mean, definitely, no, there's yeah. no point in trying that. It ain't gonna be no, like, it ain't gonna be no try. It ain't no, I, like I'm a man, and I know as a man, I got to go after a woman if I like her like that. You feel what I'm saying? Or if I want her like that. A woman coming at me is cool too, but I if it ain't because uh, I jump in inbox. Yeah, it's too. cool. That's what. But like you said, if it ain't for a man, though, the word if it ain't, uh, if I see something, you I can slide my knob a couple times and all that, though. But if it ain't, <laughs> if you ain't getting me like that, the word's gonna be like oh, this. Like, uh, man, my dick ain't going up in you, cause uh, I don't know, like, yeah. I'm saying my brother got standards. Yo, let's hit one more topic real quick. I'm proud of you. Out of here, though, but. What about that? Y'all heard that shit about Nick Cannon having his fourth baby in six months with three different women? Fuck it, he got money. Spread your seed. Fuck it. I mean, kids, sir. That's fine, but it. I have one. If I had a penis, I would have had six kids. Yo, if I had a penis, I would have probably ten kids. What's your record, cuz, if you gotta name it like a boxing fight, as far as putting your age at the front and your kids as your losses? <laughs> you said, what's the record? What's the record? Oh, shit. Hold on, what? I'm 40 and 3. 40 and 3. That ain't bad, cuz. That ain't a bad record. I'm 39 and 2. Uh-oh. I'm 36 and 2. Because it's bad when you like... 43 and 1. It's bad when you like 26 and 7. You know what I mean? When you like 22 and 5. Yeah, I mean, we're like, man, your records are I don't even know how to do it. I don't even like his. Hey, Mom, what's your record out here? He flew it up. 
I'm captain of this belt. I got a Maury Povich record to run three and no with Maury, too. You feel what I'm saying? You had impossibles. You had three possibles. I got three and no at Maury. We played Spades tonight, right? Three and no at Maury. Yeah, three and no at Maury, too. We played Spades tonight. You said he had three possibles. There ain't no possibles for me. The word like he's doing is impossibles to wear. No. We spanked them. Yeah, Michael Jackson type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't having that, guys. That's where his partner tonight. Like you said, we keeping this floor on. Yeah. Oh, they trying to play cards with me and everything now. She was just undefeated record do out here. Cause she already said she said I gave you one. No, one of my existing. Just for the record. Oh no, she won't. One of my existing. You had that. Church don't take them type of losses. We don't take them type of losses. Church. We don't just take them lay down losses. You got to beat me up. Yeah, you got to beat me the fuck up. So yeah, so hold on, so so y'all saying, but so no 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 no. So again, he can have his. This is Coach Black saying he can have his main kids. He won. He got the money. The fact that he got the money to take care of them. Yeah. So what about the aspect of of actually being able to raise these kids though? Yeah, but if you got the money, you got the time because you ain't worried about having to go get no money. You got the money. You got that money. You got that. You got that type of money. You have no time. He's wilding out every. Let what, me tell you, out? if I had a rich husband and all he wanted me to do was sit home and have him some kids, I will raise them fucking kids while he go get that fucking money. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, one household. But listen, we said, we said, we said, we said three kids. We said, we said, we said four kids by three different women. He just got four different households. He just got four different households. And then when you think they're not all going to be Ray's house, they all come to Dad's house. Yeah, I guess so. It's cool. So that's a good example for all this black boys. Oh, no, no, it's not. Because for them motherfuckers, like when they them celebrities and all that, and they have. So they get a pass. They got the money to do it, cuz. I feel like he looked like the type to have a unity, though. Mm-hmm. Like the moms get along. I don't see nothing wrong with that. If the moms get along, mm-hmm. everybody can, having. I can see them all family together. Right. They can cope with that. Right. 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 Two of my sisters, so it's three of us. We have different moms. My birthday is February 10th. Good triplets. My sister Tanya's birthday is February 18th. My sister Shana's birthday is February 21st. Tanya, Tanya been on. Tanya's we put in the journal on the. We are all the same exact age. Yeah. They 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 ghetto triplets. Right. I know her. So it happens all the time. My dad like damn near Doctor Subby out here. He's still trying to spit these drums out. Yes. And my dad, and my dad's. That nigga got kids for all of us. And, and for the record, Miss Mia and the Aboriginals brother and sister. 
Tyson and I played the watch Tyson and the Holy and uh Droy Jones and all you know when Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I wanna see Errol Spence. It's, wanna... it's entertaining. You'll watch that shit on the on the fucking phone all day. I'm like, fuck you, baby. Yeah, that's that... what if that's the biggest fight that I gotta pay to watch it, cuz I pay for the entertainment. I don't give a fuck. Cause I ain't letting them niggas eat off me like that to no, pay to watch that bullshit. Yeah, I, I pay for entertainment. I pay for certain entertainment. I ain't entertained by everything. Man, <laughs> I don't get entertained. Tyson, man, Tyson and, and Roy Jones was enough for me. That's enough well, for me. I, I, for I, them is two prize fighters. Man, I, 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 I enjoy the undercard, though. I under, listen, Floyd's an undefeated fighter fighting who? A YouTuber. Right. Yeah, you really that think this see. YouTuber is going to beat Floyd? No, I know so he's not. So why you think I'm a fucking pay to pay to watch you fuck him up? Just like I paid for the Conor McGregor. He's going to put on a show, Chloe. He's going to put on a show, Chloe. He ain't as tough as Conor McGregor. You think he's going to put him down? You think Floyd's going to knock him out? Yeah. You might. It depends on how much of a show you want to put on. It's like Black is saying, though. How many rounds is it? Black is entertainment. Six rounds? Something like that. Six? It's something weird, yeah. It's not normal. It ain't a full one? Nah. He's going to at least make that shit go for it. Because the rules are amateur. He's going to put on a show. Because the world gets tired. It's a wrap. Cause Floyd could go I mean, there. He's as tough as McGregor. McGregor, UFC motherfucker. And he I'm can take you, a kick to the head. Does. Does. You know what I mean? Does. With all the respect, Floyd could go out there and put this nigga out in 20 if seconds if he wants if he to. Felt like it, yes. my nigga. Yes. This yes. is yes. the type of caliber that yes. do yes. this yes. nigga's fight. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So I think, it's like, I think the ref is gonna stop the fight. Floyd going, Floyd going to get him in the position. He know how to, he know, the that's it again. He know how to make the, the show. Because again, he really could have put Conor McGregor out if he really wanted to. But this is the part that we're like I said. Because what are you going to pay to? Like if you said it's entertaining, if you yeah. want to pay to see it, <laughs> what type of show are you going to put on? Where like he said, if you going to knock him out or not? But I, yo, like this nigga ain't got a chance in hell. Like, I feel like he Floyd. has to though. After what? To Knock him take? out. No, he don't. Why not? Why would you come out of retirement? Once I get the fucking money, once I get the fuck. And not put him the fuck down and be like, this is why I'm the fucking No, because guess what? Guess what? Check this out. Check this out. I'm with you on that. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Listen. Get one back for Nate. Listen. This is why. This is when you got to use your brain. Right. If I don't put him down, now the next motherfucker gonna come get another exhibition. Yeah, put his ass down, fam. Uh, you wanna see his ass? Again, head. I'm the greatest. I can toy with him, exactly. not let him touch me. I'm the and greatest. I'm gonna come distance. knock this nigga the fuck out and say, this is what I'm saying. What's more entertaining? Because you see Floyd dance around for a couple rounds, and you see Floyd go out there and fuck his brother up because fast. For knocking Nate Robinson's little brother ass I want to see him put him down. Calling me right, out. Right, right. Who I don't give a fuck if you take his ass out. That'll that still be entertaining to me. Right, right, right. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Knock you have to say, Xavier, don't pause. I'm saying for the market. Listen, 
you. I'm saying from from Floyd's point of view. I told you what it, again. I t- I'm gonna control the whole fight. And he smacked his head, his head off his head or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Like some, that's some why I would knock him the fuck out. Yeah, it's gonna be Man. some bad. That's why I would knock see. him the fuck out because the bull's disrespectful. But listen, I would knock him the fuck out. We gotta get ready to get up out of here, so y'all. So we can Charlie's cook. Angels can get in the kitchen and exactly. get Exactly, thank you. Uncle Ice Pick, yeah. Some bullshit. Right. So what, mm. nigga? Snap the peas. Pass the peas like you used to do. That's a nice challenge, motherfucker. I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> but listen, y'all know we got to do the quick tip real quick before we get out of here. So, you know, the quick tip. Oh, Hold on, wait, wait, wait. First things first, first things first, first things first. Black, plug the kennel again real quick. Uh, Double Down Kennels. You know what I mean? Webpage will be up pretty soon. Pups will be here in like a year or so. You know, I'm just keeping the public aware. You'll see a lot of pictures being posted on my social media and stuff like that. So it'll be coming soon. Other than that, stay woke. So you Me- know how to work with those? Hey, 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 yo, 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 we getting out of here. Me a murder. Pluck, pluck. You already know where to find me. Not be there. I see on Facebook. I'm a ram. I'm at. And now we're going to do the quick tip real quick. So, again, the quick tip is just something you want to throw to somebody that can apply to their life to help them out. It could be something as simple as telling them how to cook that food in the kitchen or you want to drop some aboriginal deeper than the motherfucking ocean shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. You keep you- it real simple. Always use condoms. <laughs> Your turn. You got she tagged you in. Be patient with these kids with school, homeschooling. Summer's coming. Who should they put their money on in, they, on in, in these playoffs? Ooh, the cool. Who should they put their money on? You, you know, quick oh, tip. Man, quick tip, quick who tip you like today? I like Reek the Freak. They swept the uh, first round in them, so I'm going to have to say the one that's keep going on the upset. Clippers to come back, guys. Tie it up. Mm, you think so? Clippers to come. Oh, I took that too. Okay. Though. You took the Clippers too. But, uh, Clippers? but I just took one where I gave the I Mavericks some points too, just to be mm-hmm. safe. You know what I mean? No, I definitely went with the Mavs. Coach Black, give him one. Damn, I don't even know if I got a quick tip. Uh, Man, you said that last week. <laughs> I did no. deep. Um, shit. Get this fucking money out here. Right, right, That's, right. No matter how you get it, get it. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know, bro. I'm playing. How you, uh, listen, you can give him a quick tip on how you will pick up what you want to look for when you go in and pick up a puppy. I'm high, bro. I'm high. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, you got it. You want last, guys? Uh, what you want to look for when you want to get a dog? Um... Just depends on the breed. You know what I mean? Everybody got preferences. You know so I mean? for a motherfucker that want a pit, what you what you what you want to look for in that pit? Um, I don't know, man. Everybody's characteristics of what they want out of a dog. Like you got to know what you want out of a dog. All right, if you a person that's real athletic and active, 
you gotta look for a dog with high that's high energy and stuff like that. That you can take running with you yeah, and all that. If type you're a person that's a house person, you just want a home pet. You want to see a dog with like a more laid back temperament, stuff like that. You know, what I mean, it's just everybody has their different preferences. And that's a dope. And this is why this is a dope tip, though. You know, I just probably gonna flip this because the motherfucker they get to the drink. And then they see the dog that's the most active and the fighting one. Oh, I want that one. Yeah. But now you gotta remember when now you get back to the crib. This uh, is the dog you gotta take out and walk also, two, three times a day and all that type study of shit. Study the breed before you go get it. Like know know enough about the dog that you're trying to buy. Like if you're gonna get a German Shepherd, go look up on what German Shepherds do. You know what oh, I mean? German Shepherds hold the house down. Yeah, I promise like, you that. Rottweilers, a pit bull, a fucking chihuahua. You know what I mean? Look up the breed of the dog, read about the breed of the dog, and then go find what you want out of a dog. All right, nigga, you went from having no quick See, tip to having yeah, a long Yeah, because I wish somebody would have came out. over. Yeah, I had to. That's what I had to do that, really. I wish somebody would have came over and trained my dog, because I do miss him. Oh, you got rid of him? Yes, I did. Oh, Nephew, she got rid of my nephew. Right. Right, we'll talk about we that off air. Yeah, we'll talk about know. that off. Yeah, we, we don't know what she means when she say I got rid of you. Know, you know how some niggas so. do? They just take him up the street, let him out the car. And no, he's in a, he's, no, no, no. I make sure he's in a good home. The boy sends me videos all the time. She about to make Pictures. me say, I miss you, Brandy, going real quick. You know I know. I know. Yeah, I'm good. Somebody took my boy from me. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yo, my quick tip is going to be just keep it safe for the holiday weekend. Y'all, for y'all niggas that celebrate the holiday, just keep it safe. You know what I mean? On your travels and all that. Ain't no rush. And we ain't got to rush to get nowhere. Just keep it safe on them travels, man. Just close your ears, podcast, episode 32. 32. We got the Aboriginal. Yo, yo, we out. We got McDuffin Head. Yo, yo. Nella. No love in the house. And Coach Black. Stay woke. It's Cousin Ice Pick. We up out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Be safe. One. Cook, man.